it is Tuesday. It's April. It's April something. I don't know. Um, what a crazy day I had. What a crazy day my brother had. So my brother, my older brother Mac, has been staying with me a couple days a week for the last few months. For those of you who don't know me, my, um, or no, my brother, sorry. My oldest brother is special needs. He has an acquired brain injury, um, an injury that he got when he was fighting cancer years ago. Due to this injury, he has had, um, he now has epilepsy. He has a speech impairment. Um, he has difficulty walking sometimes. Uh, and he also, in the last eight months, we found out that he's had a stroke because his brain is actually, even though he's not even 34 years old, his brain is much, much older than he is. So when I noticed things were off this morning, um, I was like, Mac, like, what is this doing here? Like, there were things on the floor, things at a place. I'm like, you know, you know, you pull your weight around here. I'm like, pick it up, man. <clears throat> so I saw him come over to walk to me, and he wasn't using his left side. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then he falls. I'm like, okay. Sometimes he's off balance, so I'm just like, okay, get up, you know, whatever. He gets up, and he falls again. And now I'm like, okay, Mac, look at me. And he couldn't look at me. He couldn't focus. His talking was off. You know, sometimes he's like that when he hasn't eaten, but he just ate. My brother in the morning eats more than anyone. So I'm just like, you know what? I think I need to scoot him to the hospital. I'm like, Mac, you know, go put on your shoes. I'm going to go get the animals um, put away and uh, let's pop over to the hospital. So I call my mom. I'm like, don't worry. This is what's happening. I'm going to take him to the hospital just to be safe. Please don't panic. Well, we're Italian, so that's, like, impossible not to panic. But I tried. I tried to tell them. So I look at Mac, and he's barely getting his shoes on. And we get out the door, and he falls again. Now I'm starting to be like, oh, okay. You know, because he's told me that he has pain in his head. And I remember my mom saying... Um, the doctor said if he does get severe pains in his head, anybody who's had a stroke, you need to get them in the hospital because it could be a secondary stroke. My, from the door to my car is like a two-second walk. It took me forever to get him to the car because he could not walk. He couldn't walk. Get him in the car, get him in the hospital, grab a wheelchair, we wheel in. The nurse is very nice. She's like, go, go sit in the waiting room. Sat there for three hours. Nobody even looked at us. Finally, his name was called. We get in the room, and another very nice nurse looks him over. She was very, very sweet. Says, the doctor's going to be with you right away. Another hour goes by. Nobody's even come into our room. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab the nurse. I grab the nurse, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? Oh, yeah, what's his name? Okay, comes back. Okay, yeah, he's going to be next. I'm like, oh, okay, I haven't heard that before. I've never heard that before. I'm going to believe you because I have a little bit of hope, and I don't want to freak out in front of my brother, but I know that you're BSing me right now. But now more time goes by. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to take him to another hospital. I look at the wait time for the other hospital in the area. And I'm like, we're going to take him to that hospital. So I put his clothes back on. And I wheel him out. And I'm like, I just want to make sure I'm not going to get in trouble for leaving with him. So the girl to, uh, the girl at the exit, she's like, oh, you got to go to the nurse's station and tell them. So I go to the nurse's station. I'm like, listen, we're, we're signing out. We just want to make sure. And the doctor's like, oh, my gosh, I have his chart in my hand. I'm like, oh, that's that's great. But where were you 25 minutes ago? Where were you three hours ago? Where, like, I don't understand the, the crazy wait. Like, I understand people are here and there may be people who are 
in more severe cases than us, but nobody has come in to let us know. Nobody has talked to us. We are in the dark. And they're all staring at me like I'm on glue. And they're like, well, we have his chart in our hand. And I'm like, so does that mean I can go in the room? Like, does that mean you're going to be there in a few minutes? Because that girl over there told us we were going to be next, and we weren't. So then we go in the room, and I'm like, you got five minutes to get in here, or we're leaving. So I get in the room. Doctor comes over. I start explaining things, says now... Max just looking at me to talk and she kind of tells me you know oh yeah I'm very familiar with his chart I just looked it over and I'm like that's great that you looked over his chart but I'm going to tell you what's up and so I may have gotten a little hood whatever had a two second cry and then I got my stuff together and then now you know my little freak out I don't know if that helped but it got him to have two different blood tests his blood pressure checked an EC an ECG a cat scan, all this stuff done. So I'm like, okay, this is happening. I got to call my mom. Call my mom and I'm like, now you can finally come because he's getting all these tests done. Bring him food. So she brings some food and we're actually just sitting there waiting. We did all the tests. We're just waiting to do the cat scan. Sitting, having a good time, surprisingly. And then literally Mac was mid-sentence and he goes into a full grandma seizure. I haven't seen this in years because I haven't lived with Mac in years. And you go into fight or flight mode. My mom and I just like jump on him. I grab him now. He's like almost like because he goes, he's favoring the left or the right side. So he's falling to his left. And so I grab him and now he's kind of teetering back and forth. My mom grabs him. and I'm like, mom, go get the nurses. She ran and got the nurses and three nurses came in. And it was just like if you've ever seen someone have a grand mal seizure, grand mal seizures are horrible. Um, when you ever, if you ever see someone go through it, it's just like, you can't do anything. You feel so helpless and they have to come out of it on their own. Like you really can't do much. So then he finishes. It took, he was having a seizure for about a minute. And then he, after you have a seizure, you're immediately exhausted. So he goes, he takes a quick cat nap. And my mom and I are just sitting there like, Seriously, like, has this guy not been through enough? Has he not been through enough? So they take him in for the CAT scan. And as we're waiting for him to get the CAT scan, like, all these memories from my childhood and seeing him go through this just, like, are flooding my head right now. And in that moment, I just stand there and I'm just like, wow. This morning I was complaining that I had sniffles from a head cold. And here's my brother who's been poked and prodded is getting a CAT scan to see if there's any damage done to his brain. And I had the gall to complain about sniffles, and my brother is not complaining about nothing. If I have to get a needle, I cry. He's been proked about three times today. No problem. No problem at all. You really do find out how... You find out how minuscule your problems are compared to somebody who has been on death's doorstep so many times my brother Mac is literally a warrior he's not even five feet tall he is a little munchkin he has beaten cancer a couple times he's had a stroke he has epilepsy he has speech problems he has walking problems he has a mentality of probably about a 10 year old And he doesn't sweat any of this stuff. This is normal to him. While I sit there 
and I if any of if I had to go through any of that, I'd be a ball I'd be a ball of tears. But he does it calm as a cucumber. I am so grateful that I have that example of a human in my life. Because we really do take so many unnecessary things for granted. If I could have learned anything from this experience today, I learned that, I well, for one, I know how to keep my cool when I didn't think I ever could. I learned that I'm also a baby um, with certain situations in my life that are petty. And I realized that you really can't sweat the small stuff. Because when the big stuff happens, you need to be prepared. So just remember that when you're going through some crazy, crazy stuff in your life. It, it, like the little stuff mean absolutely nothing. Thanks, guys.